Hey everyone, I'm back. Uh, my name is Giada, and this is my podcast about ADHD and other things. So yes, I am officially back to working on this podcast, which I launched back in December of 2022. It has been a whirlwind of uh, nine these past nine months, almost 10 months have been a huge whirlwind in my life. So I am really grateful to be back to to doing this because it's something that I'm just very passionate about. It, it just, every time I think about this podcast and working on it, you know, the, the butterflies uh, go off and I feel happy. So here I am. And this is my podcast um, about ADHD and other things. And as I record this, um, I am waiting to hear back from the ADD Academy on whether I have met the requirements to be a official certified ADHD coach. I cannot wait. I should hear from them before the end of September. So very excited. Um, so it seems lately that everyone's talking about ADHD especially as more people who were historically underrepresented, like those in the BIPOC community, particularly girls and, and, and adults, adult women, uh, more and more of us are seeking official diagnoses. According to an article published in Attitude magazine, about 6.1 million children in the United States, that's 9.4%, between ages 2 to 17 are estimated to have ever been diagnosed with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. That's according to a 2016 study from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. But I think that whether ADHD is being overdiagnosed or underdiagnosed in girls and adults, I think it's good that more and more people are talking about a condition that can have serious impact on a person's life if it's unrecognized and untreated. I think it's about building awareness around this topic and assembling a community that is prepared to come up with solutions that can benefit everyone, you know, from the school principal to the classroom teacher to the pediatricians, which in my opinion, many of whom don't know how to talk about it with their patients. You know, to the psychiatrists um, who are, you know, handing pills out to their patients for depression and, and anti-anxiety and anxiety. You know, it's a controversial topic. There are those who don't believe it's real. There are some people who admit it's real. They may even admit that they have it or something like it, but they insist that they didn't let it hold them back which is great, but the insinuation is that people use ADHD as an excuse. And the truth is that ADHD doesn't affect everyone in the same way. And while it can be managed through exercise, watching what you eat, learning to keep a calendar, setting reminders, working on self-awareness, establishing healthy routines around organization, it can be incredibly challenging to manage this when you don't have the tools in place and 
the tool is, you know, the key is self-regulation. The ability to self-regulate yourself, right? That's huge. I mean, but do you have any idea how hard it can be to constantly have to remind yourself to focus when you're an inattentive ADHD type and you're doing something that doesn't interest you? Do you know how frustrating it is to forget that really important point you were about to make during class or during a meeting with your boss? You know, the constant nagging questions, am I stupid? Why does it take me so long to do the simplest thing? Why do I keep doing what I do? Why can't I get my shit together? You know, you become so hypervigilant about everything that you do and you say. You know, you become self-conscious because you start wearing a mask, which is not recommended. ADHD, untreated, undiagnosed. You know, you can see it in the epic meltdowns of children and adults. The mood swings, the depression, the anxiety. And if you're a woman, a mother, in a world that tells us we're not enough unless we look a certain way, dress a certain way, make a certain amount of money, there's this expectation that we're supposed to know it all, do it all, be it all for everyone all the time. ADHD, untreated, undiagnosed, is a hammer that just beats you down until you become overwhelmed with the piles and the unmet obligations and the unreturned emails and text messages from your boss, your friends, and your family members, the ruminations. ADHD untreated and undiagnosed can feel like you're in a cyclone. And the most difficult thing to accept is that it is of your own doing. You know what you're supposed to do, but you just can't seem to get it done. And so then you start telling yourself a story about what that makes you and who you are. I decided to become an ADHD life coach because of my own lived experiences. I know well the ramifications of going undiagnosed and untreated. And I got tired of not knowing. Tired of fearing the unknown. And when I began... You know, when I got a diagnosis, when I really started to understand this condition, reading up on it, uh, and all the ways that it intersects <laughs> in our lives, um, you know, when I began to face the truth of ADHD untreated and di- undiagnosed, you know, you reckon with the time lost. You have to reckon with the missed opportunities the broken relationships, the self-recriminations, the intense anger, and this almost self-hatred. So by understanding the coming, coming to the realization of of my ADHD and the, the role that it played in my life, when I finally um, started to understand that, combined with my own sort of spiritual healing and growth, 
um, I started to see that there was a way back. There was a way to go forward. And that's what I've been doing. Um, and that's what I enjoy about coaching because I enjoy helping clients find their way, you know, toward their mission and their goals. So yeah, I'm looking forward to sharing what I know about ADHD and talking to others about their lived experiences while sharing advice on how we can all help each other be the best version of ourselves. So yes, I am looking forward to being here again with you.